Welcome to Radio Boomers Live, the show about all things human from a baby boomer's perspective. All things hot and all things not. News, reviews, interviews, chat, text, and what's next. And here are your hosts, Risa Gray from Betty White's Off Their Rockers and Easy's dad, Jim Zuli. Good morning, Radio Boomers Live listeners around the world. Good morning to our Easy Way family and to our superstar guest, Risa Gray. Risa, you are with us. Hi, Sam. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Risa's always on time, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. I'm ready to rock and roll. And, uh, no. <laughs> okay. All right. Maybe not. Maybe not bright-eyed, but uh, okay. So we have uh, we have so much going on. Reese, we're out to a racing start in the new year, and uh, people are just kind of adjusting to what's going on. And I I think all this is going to be behind us in not too long a time, hopefully. But I noticed some of the restaurants are opening up. Is it uh, happening down your way in L.A.? Uh, uh, we have takeout and we have, um, what it, that's it pretty much. You can carry it out. You can do drive throughs You can't sit down even outside anymore here. Oh, okay. No more outside. All right. I know that boosts no, the sales of straw. Yeah. <laughs> Orange County, I understand has opened up a little bit more. You, you have outdoor dining now? Yeah, there's outdoor and, uh. You know, in the parking lots, it, it's getting a little fancier. They're starting to put up nicer uh, canopies and the windows and the heaters and things like that. It's getting a little bit, a little bit fancier. And uh, we wanted to wish everybody a happy Martin Luther King Day. Uh, yeah. Martin Luther King was admired by everybody because he had the, he had his uh, wish for peace and and togetherness. And everybody, everybody liked Martin Luther King and what he did, what he accomplished is amazing. So happy Martin Luther King Day. And with that, race, I think we're going to move on into our hot topics. See what's going All on. All right. All right. Hot topic time. Hot topic time. Ripped from the headlines. Today's hot topic. Well, speaking of Martin Luther. King Jr., I wanted to wish him a happy birthday and to encourage people this year, don't just take Martin Luther King Day, Jr., Martin Luther King Jr. Day for granted. We think we've heard everything when we've heard the I Have a Dream speech, but there was so much more to this man, and he would be so disappointed at the way that all of America is acting now. He His dream was to see Black people and white people working and living together in harmony. Not all of this craziness that's going on now. And if you Google Martin Luther King Jr., you will find out information that you've never heard of before because that's the information highway. So I want to encourage everyone to just Google Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and read some of his other speeches, read some of his writings. And to um, just remember that his vision was not division. It was a vision of everyone living in harmony. So I just want to encourage you that on this Martin Luther King Day. His birthday was January 15th. And January 18th was 
my favorite co-star, or she was the star, I was the co-star, Betty White. Betty White turned 99 on the 17th of January, and um, she's been tweeting out stuff, and people have been tweeting jokes about Betty. But Betty is, I'm sure, going as strong as ever. She's... um, my favorite person that I've ever worked with, she was the most charming, most lovely person. Now, I worked with her between 2012 and 2014, so she was a little bit younger, but she was a firecracker, and I'm sure that she still is. So I want to say happy birthday, Betty White, and you can go on Facebook, go to her Facebook page, and wish her a happy birthday if you'd like to. And again, she is just a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful human being. So people born in January must be special. Between Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and Betty White, those are two of my favorite people on this earth. And, Jim, what is your hot topic for today? Yes, she definitely goes back. And uh, our host, uh, Retha Gray, was Betty White's co-star in Off the Rockers, and that was uh, good. you got to check that out, guys. That was one entertaining program. Well, uh, we have, uh, it was, and we got our stimulus checks coming out kind of a little different than you might think you're going to be getting possibly a, a visa debit card in the mail, just basically a debit card. And you call the number to, uh, get it and get it in gear. You know, you set up the number and you give them your, uh, new code and you, you got a, you got a card with uh, $600 in it and uh, it could be a different amount. You got to call up to find out what it is. Uh, the with the pandemic shutdowns, the global economy has been more resilient than expected. The euro grew nearly 60%, and the analysts say uh, maintaining the world is basically uh, investors and so on and so forth are finding out there's a big resilient factor, resilience factor, and the economy adds a positive backdrop for risk assets, which is a good thing. Mortgage rates uh, approximately 3% for 30-year, and uh, 2.3 uh, for 15. So rates are still low if you're interested in uh, in uh, refinancing. And our guest today, you're going to find out he's an expert in that field. Biden's inauguration looks a little different than uh, the ones from the past due to the pandemic, uh, more low-key and online. A lot of the people attending will be members of Congress, uh, many adapting out to uh, or opting out of the vaccine. About 3% have received it. Uh, some are a little hesitant because of the time involved um, or the lack of time that it took to create it. I mean, they did do it in a record amount of time, but some are a little worried that it was done too fast. Restaurants, like we were saying, are opening up their doors somewhat. you got to check and see. Some are still closed, but uh, they have the uh, outdoor areas. Things are slowly starting to come back, I think. Uh, it, it takes time, but we'll see what's in the next month or two. Many would uh, like to move to California, but they say statistics show uh, because of the weather, 78 degrees year-round, you go out January, February, you got that weather, but uh, the cost is a little high. You can it, you can estimate about 730000 for an OC house on average where you can get the same house for about 230 maybe in some other states, so it's a cost factor. The uh, country is... Uh, basically upset over the deletion of President Trump's Twitter and Facebook page, but it's cost him over $5 billion for Americans 
dropping out of that. Many Americans learning new skills because of the stay-at-home orders that pop up, uh, but it's creating new businesses at home, So they're especially online. So they're learning more and more as far as home businesses go. And, Rita, with that, I think we have to move in a commercial, running a couple minutes behind, and then we're going to come up with a very interesting guest, Dan Palladin, waiting until you hear from him. Looking to grow and align your brand with celebrities and other established brands? Your brand is all about your entire customer experience. Everything from your logo, your website, your social media experiences, the way you answer the phone, to the way your customers experience your staff. So why not let us help you get your branding right from the start? At EasyWay Promotions, we are a new class of professionals providing first-class online branding, promotion, social media, website development, editing, graphic design, public relations, media, SEO, and online advertising to give your business the competitive edge to stand out. Our highly experienced experts will not only help you increase your online presence, but also provide you with a proven online strategy to help you increase the value of your company and make acquiring new customers easier. So what are you waiting for? Contact us today and let us help you grow your business exponentially. For more information, contact 424-209-9290 or visit easywaypromotions.com. That's letter E, letter Z. We also encourage you to like our Facebook page at Easy Way Promotions. Yes, indeed. And uh, we've got uh, Easy Way Promotions is definitely uh, a, a game changer and uh, keeping us up to date on what's going on and interacting is the key. But we have uh, a very, very interesting guest coming on our show today. It's uh Something that can change your life, it can allow you peace of mind and uh, fulfill what what people call the American dream, it's home ownership. And for those that have had unfulfilled dreams, uh, they didn't quite make it in there yet or have a home and uh, want to refinancing. Our guess is what you could call the homeowner's solution, that's in my words, the magician in the world of buying and refinancing. Our guest is the uh, magician himself, Dan Paladin, 20 years as a lending mortgage broker, branch manager for Archstone Financial Services. And Dan, are you on with us? I am here. Good morning. And- Dan Paladin is on with us. Dan, this is Risa Gray. Risa, Dan Paladin. Hi, well, Lisa. How are you? Good morning. Good. Great to well, hear from Risa's you. A- Reetha's a homeowner and an apartment owner and so on and so forth, and Dan is the magician. That's what I call him. I don't know if he's heard that before, but that's what I think he is. <laughs> and, uh, and Dan, you know, I, I started off with uh, this is the American dream, and, and it, it really changes your life. If you wind up at a certain age, especially like Reetha and I, uh, it, it is a different life. It's more comforting when you have a property compared to still renting, and the rent goes up and up and up. What uh, what brought you into this, Dan? I mean, uh, I'll tell people how good you are at what you do, but what, what got you in this field? Well, believe it or not, it was about 20 years ago. I actually came out of the transportation uh, field, if you will. I grew up with that in my family. My father was a trucker, had a company, and I kind of followed down that path. And then uh, I got introduced to the financial services and mortgage specifically uh, through a good friend of mine. And... 
with all the regulations pouring in on the trucking industry at that time with deregulation and so forth, I kind of said, you know what, I'm ready for something new and moved over into the financial services regarding mortgages. And it was so fulfilling being able to help people navigate that process, get them keys. I've worked with young buyers to buyers in their sixties that thought they'd never own. And the pleasure of being able to get, get them keys is just really rewarding. Well, now, Dan, you, are people a... still buying property during the pandemic? Uh, actually, it's been quite, uh, to use uh, Jim's word, they're resilient. It's actually been holding everything together, um, various reasons. One, yes, we do still have current low rates, even though they're off the very bottom of lows, but we're still historically near the lows. But when one gets kind of, let's say, on lockdown and let's and you have the stay-at-home orders, people figured, well, if I'm going to be stuck at home, I'd rather be it in my own property where they can also, of course, have expanded their outdoor areas, backyards and pools and so forth, and versus being in an apartment where you may not have any outdoor space. You still have people coming and going that aren't related to your family. So it has spurred uh, the buying uh, of real estate uh, for those reasons, so they can control their living environment better. I was okay, looking so- at one of those uh, shows where they were they show you the beautiful homes, and I used oh, yeah. to think, why would someone not want all of that property and all that beauty? You're right. If you're at home, you might as well enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And you, and you know, Dan, there's. There's so many. There's a lot of people. You know, well, you look up dentists, a lot of dentists, a lot of whatever. But in the mortgage business, there are a lot. And, and you get, uh, I, I've i been buying and selling homes uh, at an investment area for, I don't know, maybe 50, let's see, yeah, about 50-something years. And I've met a lot of brokers. And uh, you you definitely stand out because uh, – you got into the business of mortgage broke loan broking, whatever you call it. You're a loan broker. And what do you think? Where did you get that little extra pizzazz that you have? I I don't know how to define it, but I've talked to a lot of people and you really stick with, and I've worked with you. You kind of stand out because you stick. One thing you do is you answer the phone. That's, you know, if you call Dan, he answers the phone. You're going like, what is this a recording? No, it's him. And he comes up with, if, if there's a, a problem, which a lot of people have had issues, I've had different loans in other states, and there's certain issues that come up and they go, oh, we can't do this or we can't do that. And Dan always says, hold on, and he seems to find a way. I don't want to put you in a in a corner where you can, I mean, there's going to be issues sometimes you can't resolve, but what gives you that little deal that you have that you push it a little bit farther and you do that extra research instead of just saying well no we we don't do that which a lot of them do is we just can't we just can't do that or we can't work with this and you dig deep inside and you find a way of getting things done where where'd you get that from well it's kind of you have an old saying or or, or maybe it's not old i'm not sure but um i kind of go by if you're not learning you're not earning which means if i can just find out a little more information try to meet the objective of the prospective borrower to try to get them from point a to point b 
so just that little extra knowledge of where to place a loan, whether it's Fannie, Freddie, FHA, or even what we call non-QM, which is outside of those. And you'd be surprised just having the little extra tidbits of, as you were digging further into guidelines to actually make that happen, whether it's a refinance or a purchase. Um, you know, I, I'm assuming that's what uh, uh, helps me succeed and have longevity in, in this field, being that uh, we've been through a lot of changes, the crash of 08. Um, obviously, right when COVID hit, a lot of investors dropped out. Things became tight. Um, but uh, it's just constantly reinventing. Keep yourself educated on what's available to navigate whatever current guidelines are, are there. And communication is key, you know, and listening. Yeah. So if I'm listening to the client, where they need to get to, and then I navigate that, provide how we can get there, and kind of try to educate them on how to get there versus their misconceptions of what they think should apply when it may not because we have individual guidelines to meet um, and one doesn't take care of the other. An income guideline and an equity guideline are different and sometimes clients say, well, I have plenty of equity, so why shouldn't I be able to, but they're two different items. So it's just making sure uh, communicating to the borrower how we need to get there try to accomplish and put them in a better position uh, than they were. Um, and that's kind of how I try to uh, approach each uh, scenario that uh, I'm given. Well, you take that extra step. That's what it is. Cause I've, I've talked to, and I've had people talk to some of the people that are on the radio that, that do the veteran loans. They're the, you always hear them on the radio. And yet I, I've had people deal with them. They go, no, we can't do that. And uh, they're veterans. And they couldn't get it done. And, and then you do that extra research and, and get it done. So is it uh, new, new homes you work on, the, you know, getting funded or you just do refinances? No, uh, primarily resale homes, uh, new homes. That's kind of a different niche because a lot of times the builders will have a relationship or their own lending uh, department. So it's a little trickier there. I do get those, but primarily in the resale side and, of course, refinances. So, you know, obviously this time we're busy. A lot of referrals, repeat uh, past clients. And, of course, and again, the biggest compliment is when I have a new client and then they refer their, their neighbor, their friend, or family member to me. And, you know, that, that just, you know, warms me up of why I do this because they trust me that much. They want to give me to somebody else that they know and hold dear to them. Um, along with, of course, uh, you know, referral partners that I do work with that entrust me with their their clients as well. well Are I there first-time programs you. now still going on for first-time buyers? Yeah, um, yeah there are programs. Um, a lot of people confuse FHA as a first-time home buyer program, but it's really not. It's just got looser guidelines than, say, Fannie or Freddie. Um, the first-time home buyer stuff comes in play with more of down payment assistance, which is still available, some in the form of grants, which means it's forgiven, some in the form of silent seconds, which means there's, you know, if it's 10 or 15, 20 grand with their number, it's it's there, but they don't have to make a payment on it. It's not factored into qualification, so it helps um, them get in. Uh, so there are various programs to help the first-time home buyers. Some require education, some do not. So there's, there's quite a few out there. They kind of you know, right again, when COVID came out, some went away, but they're all back and it's there to assist those. Some have income caps. 
some do not. So it just depends on the scenario of what's available uh, to a specific uh, first-time home buyer. But it is out there for them to try to become homeowners. So are these single-family homes basically, or have you worked with people that have apartments or so on? Well, you know, regarding the first-time home buyers, it's not meant for an investment portfolio. So those are always going to be owner-occupied properties and typically only single, right. only single units because, again, it's meant for home ownership of that person, not to build an investment portfolio. Okay. <laughs> um, that could come later after they have their that, and then they obviously can, down the road, um, expand on that, but the actual program itself for the down payment and stuff, that's going to be strictly primary um, properties and typically single units. Okay, so COVID's mortgage guidelines, is that something that's, uh, uh, yeah, that's there's happening? Been some changes due, yeah, there's been some changes due to COVID, and as usual, they're a little more stricter on the self-employed for obvious reasons. So a lot of industries have been hit. So they're taking extra steps to uh, confirm that income is still coming in. So, you know, they're, they're using three months business bank statements to confirm money's coming in versus the standard two prior to COVID. P&Ls okay. are required up to the month of close. Um, there's a couple of specific forms that are, uh, they have to fill out regarding the nature of their business, how they're securing business. So there's just a few more hoops for the self-employed to, uh, jump through. And as you can imagine, they're loaning a lot of money. So they want to know it's going to be able to get paid back if you're self-employed and uh, you take a, a gym owner or a, somebody in the hospitality field, they could, their income could be disrupted and, um, obviously bankers want to make sure that there's going to be that ability to, to repay, so they've put in some extra hoops for the self-employed. But W-2s have a few extra ones as well, but not as not as uh, extreme or or paper intensive, if you will, for the self-employed. So, are you know, are them are millennials out there? I, I share with them, Dan. Wouldn't you agree? If if you were ever thinking of buying, by hook or by crook, isn't this the time to try to do it with these low rates? Because I bought in '77. Well, I bought. I started buying in 1970, but uh, when I came out here in 76, I got 9%, a 9% loan. I thought, well, this is okay. But now you're talking uh, 3% and less. So, Correct. But a lot of people say, well, I don't have the credit. I don't have the down payment. I don't have this and that. So what are you looking at as far as the down payment? Uh, minimum down payments, believe it or not, a lot of people are, have the misconception that it's required to have 20%. That is an ideal number because it does avoid mortgage insurance when it comes to conventional. But FHA, in that aspect, they allow three, three and a half percent down, um, and conventional typically is five percent. Um, they also do at times allow three percent, but that does have an income cap uh, for the three percent down for conventional. But otherwise, it's five percent, and again, three and a half percent for FHA. So it is very affordable. Uh, to get there, and obviously, if they consult with somebody like myself, I can put them on the path. If they're not quite ready at that time, I can give them the steps in the process to get them ready to uh, purchase a home. If it's improving on credit, adding credit uh, to build up that profile uh, to, to get them ready to to get some keys down the road. Okay, so you don't need so that big twenty percent chunk. And what yeah. kind of FICA score would you be looking at? And then we'll let Rifa. 
Yes, with a question. Um, yeah, um, typical FICO score, like for for example, uh, conventional, their minimum is six twenty. Um, obviously, the higher your score, the better your terms. Um, and FHA oh. per se doesn't have a minimum, uh, but their standard guidelines will go as low as five eighty, where wow. you don't get into a manual underwrite and and larger down payments. So I'll just say that their standard uh, underwriting guidelines will go down to 580. Um, again, you know, your terms are, are better as your scores are higher, but those are kind of your, your numbers to be aware of. Okay. So Dan, and then if you did, how, how you can know. our listeners, listeners get in touch with you to, to get a hold of some of these loan packages? Yeah. And, and let me tell you something. You definitely, this is the guy, believe me guys. I mean, I don't do this with the referral thing too much. I go, well, God bless you. You know, you're, you're doing all right. But with Dan, it's like, wow, he definitely digs. He he, he finds ways of getting it done. Uh, but yeah, go ahead, Dan. Give us uh, give us your info. Uh, sure. There's there's a couple yeah. ways. Obviously, uh, my number that I do uh, it's actually my cell, so I do answer it uh, whenever I am not too uh, preoccupied as far as off hours, but I don't work standard bank hours, and that's five six two two five four five six one six. And there's also, of course, my website, which is uh, mortgagelenderandbroker.com, uh, as well as uh, loansbydan.com. So there's various uh, websites that can uh, you can find me on as well. And I've been told all you have to do is Google me, and I come up on the first page uh, using the top one or two slots uh, organically speaking. There you go. Well, how do you spell yeah. your last name? Let's get your, the spelling of your last name correct. There we go. Uh, it's Paladin, P as in Peter, A-L-A, D as in David, I-N as in Nancy. Paladin. Grand Paladin. Teresa, do, do you remember Correct. that? Do you remember that? Do Paladin? I remember the, the TV the show with Paladin? Paladin, Absolutely. Paladin, where do you roam? Paladin, there you go. Paladin, That's... Far, far <laughs> now, I don't, I don't think Dan remembers that, that movie. I know he doesn't remember that. He's probably heard of it, but... He wouldn't read yeah, it. Yeah, I actually that caught, I did in, catch it in reruns. Did it, <laughs> no. Yeah. The reason I watched it live. Uh, live oh, there you go. We watched the original. <laughs> That's oh, nice, yeah. yeah. If you like Westerns, and most people see if they didn't like Westerns, you wouldn't have watched it, but yeah. No, it was good. And we appreciate you coming on, Dan, because uh, I'll tell you what, you're the man. You're the, uh, I call it the, uh, you got the magic touch in this business, uh, and there's a I lot of growth out there, but... I, I, Oh yeah, I appreciate yeah, the kind words. Have... I appreciate that. No, we, and we appreciate you coming on because I know you're probably missing calls now, and uh, we'll <laughs> let you get back to business. But again, Reetha and I appreciate it, and uh, and we'll be uh, we'll be getting you back to see what's going on in the, for 2021. Uh, you know, race I'd be, and everything. I'd be happy. I'd be happy to. And Reetha, I appreciate the time letting me come on. Well, All right, thank you, thank you for much. coming for. on. Th- bye thank bye. You, and, Everybody have a great day. Thank well, Reef, I told you, Dan is the man for the refinancing. And I, I, uh, you've probably talked to a lot of loan people, and uh, and we've done this over the years. But uh, I like the way Dan works, and uh, he gets it done. So with that, I think we're moving to commercial. And then we got Carmelita's Corner, who always Carmelita Absolutely. always has interesting guests. And there Absolutely. we go. Let's rock and roll. Are you tired of doing business the hard way? Is building your business taking too much time and energy? 
we can help. Introducing your ultimate solution, EasyWay Business Membership. We're a full-service digital marketing solution specializing in branding and marketing, advertising, and introductions to CEOs and influencers that can help your business thrive. Problem solved. Now you can hire our award-winning team to work for your business. We've received many prestigious awards, including the Digital Trailblazer Award by Hollywood Weekly Magazine, and we've been recognized by Congress. For just $11 a day, you'll get more exposure, reach more clients by next month, guaranteed. Here's how it works. You'll pay one low annual fee of $4,000, and you'll receive consulting, branding, marketing, advertising, social media support, product placement, and business introductions to help your business grow exponentially. And if you need more, we offer SEO, commercial, TV exposure, and much more for an additional rate. To recap, for just $11 a day annual membership fee, you'll receive branding, consulting, business-to-business introductions, advertising, and social media support. But don't take our word for it. Here's what our customers say. We've been working with EasyWay, Eric, for the last six months, and literally, we are slammed with work (laughs) for two months straight, so his marketing definitely works. To learn more, visit EasyWayNetwork.com or contact us at 877-399-2929. And don't forget to follow us on social media. On Facebook at EasyWay Network, Twitter at EasyWay Broadcast, and YouTube at EasyWay TV. are about to experience Carmelita's Corner. Carmelita's song, Rosebud, made it to the top 40s with the godfather of soul, James Brown. She's the founder of the Rose Breast Cancer Society. Now here's your host, Carmelita Pittman. Well, here we are on a special, special day. Martin Luther King's observation of his birthday, which was actually January 15th, but it's January the 18th, and we are celebrating. And I'm also celebrating because I have a wonderful guest this morning for you, and he is uh, from Gary, Indiana. His name is Richard Nichols. He is the eighth child of 12 children. He graduated from Roosevelt High School. He received his bachelor and master's degree from Ball State University in Munko, Indiana. He majored in journalism and secondary education, and he taught in Gary, Indiana, many years before moving to Los Angeles in 1981, where he taught for the Los Angeles Unified School District for five years. After getting his specialist certificate in the severely handicapped from California State University, Dominguez Hills, he became a special education teacher for 32 years, and he retired from the Los Angeles County Office of Education June 29, 2018. And so he is not only a photographer, but a former L.A. Unified School teacher, and he is also initiated in the Omega Sci-Fi fraternity and he has received his pin july 2020 for being a member for many years 
He is an international photographer for the fraternity, and he's an active member of Phi Rho Chapter in San Bernardino. He's also the founder and president of the San Gabriel Valley Bidwist Club for 28 years, and they have been busy. They have given over $25,000 to high school seniors. That's quite an an accomplishment. And I just want to welcome him now. Uh, Good morning, Richard. Lita, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Happy Martin Luther King Day to you. Absolutely. And and as you discovered, my husband is his second cousin, Jerry Goodman. Yes, that is. That is great. I didn't know that. We were touching uh, greatness already. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know that either because uh, it was sort of a uh, a secret, I guess. I mean, uh, he never told me, but I know now thanks to his aunt, and uh, he's just quite a guy. I mean, he doesn't brag or anything, so I can understand he's very reserved. <laughs> but yeah. uh, I, I would like for more people to be aware of his uh his relationship to Martin Luther King. Because uh, Martin Luther now, you King... you have a greater love for Martin Luther King now, right? Yes, well, Martin Luther King is, is so much like uh, Gandhi, in a sense. I mean, his way was a peaceful path, and I think that's the best way to make change. And love, of course. Um, to yeah, love yeah. your neighbor as yourself... And we heard those great words from uh, our, our very, very special leader, the Most High. Most of us know about, and uh, yes. <laughs> yes, we call we call him Jesus Christ. Uh, yes. So you know, I think when more people begin to practice those words, "Love thy neighbor as thyself," we'll have a much better world, don't you think? Oh, I know we will. Uh, I was listening to Martin Luther King this morning, uh, one of his speeches, and he was talking about writing. And he said, writing is not the way. Love is the way. He said, after you get through writing, you still have the hate and the misfortune. But if you love, you can conquer people and have them love you. And that would cause the peace in the world. You know, um, I can't think of his name, but there is a man back east who is putting the gang members together who normally wouldn't interact, but on a different yeah. level, more more in right. a familiar uh, setting. And they learned yeah. uh, to appreciate one another, and uh, some of them became great friends. I mean, you know, you'd be surprised, people who have not really interacted with one another, when they are given the opportunity to learn about one another, they'll discover they actually maybe have a lot more in common than they ever dreamed of. And first of all, we're all from the same family, the human family, and we certainly share a lot in common. Right. And, you know, when I was in school, I took multicultural education, and they said uh, race, racial prejudice is basically because of ignorance. And people, that's because people don't know. They don't know each other. And like you just said, once you get to, when you learn about in their uh, lifestyle, you understand them, and then you begin to love them. Yes, 
And then, of course, you know, uh, when I was still teaching, um, I share that history with you of being an L.A. Unified school teacher. I became the the first rapping school teacher. And one of the lines (laughs) in my rapping song was to learn to love yourself. That's lesson number one. You have to love yourself. You can't love anybody else if you don't love yourself. Yes, and they tell you when you're on the airplane, put the mask on your face uh, first (laughs) so that you can save your child or whoever it is with you. But, you know, you've got to take that action. You do, yes. Mm -hmm. Take care of yourself. Yeah, (laughs) that's lesson number one. Uh, So anyway, Richard, it's a pleasure having you here today. I'm used to seeing you out on the red carpet. That's where... That's where uh, we actually initially met. Um, I remember seeing you at many events, as a matter of fact, that were produced by Jarvi Hutcherson, a dear friend. He's right. gone on to glory. And right. um, we, we became Connelly, friends. Let me, let me uh, interrupt you. Actually, I met you, and like you said, today is really so, so surreal that you are interviewing me, but I actually met you or saw you first at Vonnie Swinney's uh, pre-Grammy uh, parties that she would give every year. And I, I know you had a connection with Vonnie, and I would see you there, and I said, there's that lady. And then probably when we did meet, when I first talked to you, was at uh, Javi's event. So it's really a life going in a circle because I, I really admired you from afar working with Bonnie Swinney. Oh, well, see, you never know who's watching, do you? <laughs> you do not know. Yes. <laughs> and well, now yeah. we call each other friends. And that's because, you know why? We start talking to each other and we learn something about each other and we start loving each other. Yes. Well, Bonnie was like a sister from another mother to me. I mean, I right. still think about her uh, all the time. Um, I met her actually because of my husband. Uh, really? Jerry met Jerry met her first, and then uh, she and I became friends. And uh, uh, you know, she told me that that pre Grammy gala that she gave every year was her gift from God. Gave her that vision, oh. and wow. uh, you know, she was uh, James Brown's West Coast representative, but she wanted to do something on her own that was special, and um, she actually drafted me into being a part of it, I became a major part of it because uh, I jumped in with all four feet, you know. Wow. I got, I got involved with everything, you know, uh, yes. the production end of it. But I was still teaching school during those days, so it was kind of a, a juggling act like I still do today, as you know. I'm a multitasker. Right, yeah. I'm always... You know, not on one task. I have to keep busy. It just seems to be my nature. But it yes. was a wonderful experience. I remember one night staying up all night with Bonnie until the sun came up, and it was just her and I, and we were addressing all of those invitations. And Bonnie was capable of addressing yes. a, a thousand invitations by herself if she had to. I mean, she had that kind of, of drive, you know? Drive, yes, she did. And do you know the last event that she gave? I think it was the 25th anniversary. I was able to call Bonnie and 
It was the 23rd. Her to honor. It was the 23rd. The 23rd, okay. I know mm-hmm. it was the 20th. Yeah, um, you're, you're close, yeah. <laughs> I went over. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I, I was able to call her. I became her friend the last two years of her life. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was uh, able to persuade her to honor Sam Cooke at that last event because during that Grammy, Sam Cooke received uh, an award for a Grammy for a lifetime achievement for the legend, that movie that APCO made of him. And she she uh, honored Sam Cooke at that event. And I, like I said, I became friends with Vani. And I think Vani passed about uh, two weeks before Mother's Day. And I was talking to Vani and I feel her, she was getting weak and she wanted mm. to talk and talk and I said, Vani, I think we should hang up and you get your rest and I'll call you back later and uh, I wish now looking back I did because the next time I heard from Vani, they had someone that said she had passed. Yeah, I remember when she told me, you know, that she had had uh, something like a vision before that happened. She said, Carmelita, she said, uh, it was, you know, scary because she said she felt like she was laying down and couldn't get up. And, uh, wow. you know, yeah, I can imagine that must have uh, been a, a very unique experience. Um, but she left a legacy, and we still celebrate. Uh, she made it possible for, as she would say, the sung and the unsung heroes to come yeah. together because she would actually have the Grammy nominees attend and yeah. uh, they would interact with uh, the ones that were coming along who wanted to get a Grammy. I'm still waiting on mine. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but but um, I actually was behind the scenes, you know, so... Being a school teacher didn't give me a whole lot of time to to you know really really put my whole energy into the music industry, but I did get some of my students involved. I had a young man who Gabriel uh, was his name, who was a Michael Jackson uh, uh, tribute artist. He was very very good, and I represented him for a while, and he uh, performed it at uh, the Grammy party that we had on Duhini. And okay. uh, it, 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 yeah. So I got some of my students involved. Um, Dino, who became my godson, was very creative, and he worked on my decorating committee, and we created the decor for many of the Grammy parties. And uh, that was the main thing, you know, I was involved with was creating the decor. Oh, okay. That was an event to go to during the Grammys. One of the best events. Parties. I, I went to about, I would say, six of them when I got to Los Angeles. Mhm. Mm. And Bonnie always used to always want to keep them in the Hollywood or Beverly Hills area, you know. Um, right. So they were very, very classy events. I actually sponsored. I was the main sponsor, 1998, at the Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel. It was a black tie event, and we had at least a thousand people that showed up. And, you know, Mm -hmm. that was the kind of thing that uh, Vani used to do. Very classy. Yeah, it was. And and if she said that a celebrity was going to be there, they were there. I mean, you know, she named a name that was going to show up, they were there. Like James Brown, for example. He was there. Right. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Well, listen, you know, we got to talk about some of your stories uh, with uh, the celebrities. Can you uh, share something that's shareable? I mean, when my husband and I had Pittman Limousine Service, we had to keep some secrets um, oh, yeah. <laughs> we couldn't, we couldn't, we, that we would not share. But is there a story that you can share uh, about some of your encounters while you were on the red carpet or, or around the celebrities? Well, you know something? God has really blessed me. A lot of times I've been placed uh, in situations that I I couldn't even dream of. And one, uh, Gladys Knight is my favorite singer. And when I first moved to Los Angeles, I lived near the Shrine Auditorium. So I would go down when they had the the Grammys or the American Music Awards. And one day I went there and Gladys Knight and the Pills were walking across the street to get on the red carpet. And this was before 9-11, so they didn't have all this security. And I I jumped on the red carpet, and I grabbed Gladys Knight's arm, and we're just talking. And Gladys Knight and the Pills, they are very, very nice people. And every time I would talk with them, they would talk to me like they knew me. You know, they were very approachable and personable. So I was... I grabbed Gladys' arm and I was talking. When we got to the door, I guess the people thought I was with Gladys, and they let all of us in. And I said, "Gladys, have a nice show." And she said, "You enjoyed the show too." So uh, I said I was going to write a book. I am writing a book about on the arms of them, and it's about. I have a lot of pictures that I'm going to put in with different celebrities. Uh, that is one event, and. Like I said, God has placed me in different places, uh, places that I never expected to be. And a lot of times uh, I get on red carpets, carpets, and I'm not even on the list. But when Michael Jackson's children put their his shoe print in on the walk, the uh, walk of fame, I just went up there because I knew it was going to be happening. And you know, I, I'm from Gary, and I grew up with the Jacksons down the street. And I I knew the Jacksons would be there. And so I wanted to get on the red carpet, but uh, since my name wasn't on the list, they wouldn't let me. So I just waited around. And at the end, the uh, lady that was in charge, she finally let me in. And do you know I couldn't have gotten a better spot? I was directly in front of the Jacksons, Mrs. Jackson, uh, Tito, uh, Jackie, and Marlon was there, and I was able to get the best pictures in of of uh, all. The, some of the photographers were in bed, but you have to be in the right spot to get the right shot. Yes, <laughs> you know that reminds me of the time when I was in Washington D.C. There was a great big event that was honoring uh, uh, Oprah Winfrey, and she was there on the stage, and. Um, you know, I was actually sitting near the near the end, the rear, you know, of that room. It was a big, huge room. But I wanted to get a photograph, too, like everybody else. And I don't remember how it happened, but like you said, God gave me the right position. I wound yeah. up right in front of her, and there was a, a professional photographer who asked me if they could – take my place and so I let them okay, have my yeah. place you know after I <laughs> yeah. had, had had a chance to get some photographs and they and they said they would take photographs for me and they sure enough they did they sent me 
some pictures, uh, you know, by email. But you know, I think we've we've managed to get in a, a some great stories. But it's time for us to to move on. And so I want to okay. thank you uh, for being a guest on Carmelita's Corner here on the Easy Way Broadcasting Network, uh, Radio Boomers Live. And um, is there a way that people can get in contact with you? Oh, they can reach me on my Facebook page, which is Richard Daryl Nichols. My Instagram page is Richard Daryl Nichols. My Twitter page is Richard Daryl Nichols. And uh, my TikTok is Richard Daryl Nichols. And Daryl is spelled D-A-R-R-Y-L. Nichols is N-I-C-H-O-L-S. And Kamali, let me give, if you don't mind, I just wanted to give a shout-out to these very important people who have helped me with my career, and that's Tommy Morrow with the Upland Newspaper in Upland, uh, Rochelle Porter, Naomi Richards, Robert Earl, Donna Dimley, Arnold Turner, Earl Gibson, Ian Fox, Valerie Goodlow, and Malcolm Ali, and Dr. Carolyn Kimball. She is always Singleton. She has always encouraged me to be a great photographer. And all these people are part of my life and have inspired and encouraged and showed me the way to be a great photographer. Well, that's wonderful, and I recognize a couple of those names, too, uh, Ian Fox and Donna Dimely. They're great, great yeah. people. Okay, so thanks, Daryl, and have a wonderful day. Thank you very much, Kamali, and you have a great day, and tell your husband also to have a great day. And give a shout-out to Aretha, Aretha there, Aretha Gray. <laughs> All right, Aretha Gray. Smartphone, <laughs> cell phone, PC, Tablet, iPad. That's right. It's tech time. Well, I want to thank Daryl for that shout out. And uh, this morning for tech time, we're going to talk about Zoom call edit etiquette. Now, I know we're all Zoom called out, but one of the reasons is because some of us don't have good Zoom call etiquette. So we're just going to talk about a couple of things to kind of clean up your act so that the Zoom calls aren't so scandalous, let's put it that way. The first thing is mute your phone if you are not talking. There is a little picture of a microphone on your Zoom page. Now, depending on which type of device you're using, it may be in different places on the page. But it's a little microphone, old-fashioned microphone, All you got to do is tap it, and there will be a line that goes through it. That means you are muted because no one wants to hear your background noise. No one wants to hear you washing dishes or yelling at your kids or yelling at your dog. Oh, come on. We all do it. But we don't want to do it in the background of a Zoom call with where anyone from three to 500 people could be listening to you. So whenever you're not the speaker, make sure that you are muted. Now, conversely, whenever you are the speaker, you need to unmute it. And you just tap that microphone again. The little line going through it will disappear, and you will be able to be heard. Now, a lot of us forget, oh, wait, I'm speaking. They can't hear me because I didn't unmute myself. 
So just remember, when you're speaking, check to make sure that microphone doesn't have a line through it. And when you're not speaking, make sure that it does. The other problem with Zoom etiquette is when you have your camera on and you go do things like, again, washing dishes or even worse, going to the restroom. Yes, it has happened. People forget. They don't turn their camera off. They go to the restroom, and someone has to say, um, excuse me, you've got your camera on? So you have the same thing. There's a picture of a little camera. It's usually right next to the microphone. If you tap it, a line will go through it, and your picture will be off. So if you turn your picture and your sound off, you can pretty much keep listening and do whatever you want. Do your dishes, do your laundry, play with the dog, whatever you're doing during your Zoom call, and we won't see it or hear it. And the same with the reverse. When you are the person that is on camera, you touch it, that line going through it will go away, and you will be visible on the screen. The third little tip I want to give you is, you know that little shadow figure that they have on if you don't? want to be seen on camera, well, instead of the shadow figure, replace it with an actual photograph of yourself. Ask one of your kids or one of your grandkids to help you figure out how to put that picture on there. Get an attractive picture of yourself and just add it to your Zoom. And when you're not on the camera live, it'll show that picture. And it It helps people feel more like they're actually talking to you. I know a lot of times I will do Zoom calls in pajamas, my hair is not combed, no makeup on. I don't want anybody to see me like that. I don't want to see me like that. So I have a a picture that's a very nice photograph of me that I put up on the screen. And then they know who they're talking to, especially if it's a lot of people that don't really know you. But at the same time, they don't have to see you with rollers in your hair and no makeup. So make sure that you add a personal photograph of yourself. So you always have either a picture of yourself or a live view of yourself. And again, with that live view, be careful. And my very last tip is, Make sure that other people in the house know that you're on a Zoom call. We don't want to hear you scream, hey, Maggie, turn down the TV in the other room. No, tell them before you start, I'm going to be on a Zoom call for the next hour. So could you keep the noise down in the house? Because you never know when you're going to be speaking. Your camera will come on, your sound will come on, and lo and behold, your husband walks through right out of the shower right through your shot. Oh, no, you don't want that to happen. So make sure that everyone knows that you're on your Zoom call. Make sure that you have a picture of yourself so you just don't have that shadow figure up there. And make sure that you either mute your sound or or your mute your camera when you are not really available to be seen or heard. That's my Tech time for today. And Jim, what's your gym for today? Some good tips there. Some good tips. And uh, speaking of tips, uh, 
what a, you know, I'm going to give you a couple tips here, but you have your own ideas about things, and what do other people think? So let's get let's get an idea of what other people okay, think. Okay, baby boomer, it's time for Jim from Jim. Yes, it is. That's right. We got to wait for that intro. I forgot to wait for the intro, but well, like I was saying, thinking of tips. We got some tips for you, and uh, you have your own ideas of things. And let's think of what other people their ideas are. And I'm going to start with uh, some of the New Year's resolutions we had, and uh, and then you know we're going to go into some of the concerns and and some of the tips on what to do. So here's a couple of them. Now. A lot of us have New Year's resolutions. Why? Because maybe we didn't like the way we've been doing things for the last, in our case, <laughs> 60 or 70 years. But uh, we won't go into that. So here's what a couple of them are. We want to exercise more. Evidently, a lot of people are not happy with the way their their health is. So they want to exercise more and they want to lose weight. An issue in the country. A lot of people are, maybe it's too much sugar. Maybe it's not working out enough. Well, there you go. There's the exercise and losing weight and getting organized. A lot of people are getting overwhelmed with just not being organized, too much stuff. I can I can agree on that one. Getting organized uh, gets your head straight. You know, you feel you're more organized, so that's a good thing. Learn new skills or a hobby. Uh, live life to its fullest. Save more money. Well, save more money and spend less. And uh, stopping the smoking. Uh, spend more time with family and friends. And another one is, uh, well, trust more. All right, we got to trust people more and read more. A lot of people want to read more. Now, this is the idea. This is a survey with a lot of people. Uh, this is what they put together. And uh, as far as some of the concerns, well, we got uh, most baby boomers don't think they have enough money to retire. All right, so there was one of your resolutions. Single boomer women are worried about their current debt. Fewer boom, boomer women uh, have enough money for retirement. They expect to live longer. Many boomers expect to live longer, so they got to plan that budget out longer. They don't think they have uh, complete control over their health. So you can see that health is a big one and finances. And, you know, if you don't have enough finances, that creates stress, and stress is the health. It's a big circle. So uh, some retirement tips. So we took everything I gave you, and now we're going to put some tips on it and see if, uh, see if we can solve some of these problems. Be prepared for early on-planned retirement. So that's the uh, people like Jeff Levine that we've had on our show several times. A retirement strategist, you talk to people like this, talk to a professional and uh, deal with debt ASAP. Right, don't let it get out of hand and, uh, and those credit cards get too high. No, you want to keep them down. Prepare a health insurance strategy. Uh, maximize your health savings account. Know your retirement income options. Practice retirement spending now. Get that budget going. Do not overspend. Stay healthy. Reduce Reducing health costs. Well, that makes sense. If you're not healthy, you're going to have those health costs. Then the rates go up. Put a, soul, uh, put a solid budget together. Focus and stay with it. And that's a big one. Focus on that budget, you know. 
and uh, you know, I gave you the scenario. You write it down. Get a notebook, and the left column is the income, and the right column are all your bills, mortgage or the rent, gas, electrical, water, utilities, credit cards, whatever. And you add them both up and see what they come to. Try to pay extra on those uh, credit cards, especially. Don't pay the minimum. Doesn't go anywhere. And try to pay extra on utility bills because you pay a little bit extra, time goes by fast before you know it. You're six months ahead on your bills and your utilities. So that's putting the solid budget together. Stop spending and start saving. It can be done. If you can spend, and most of the stuff you spend on just builds up more junk in your house, more stuff keeps piling up. Pay bills in advance. Make it fun. Make it a hobby. You know, I mean, it sounds crazy, but you keep looking at that. You start getting excited when you say, hey, I've been paying extra on the electric bill. Now I'm three months ahead. Well, you could be five months ahead, six months ahead. Just keep adding a little to it. And when you start adding to those credit cards, they start going down. And just make it make it a you know, make it a hobby. So that's that's it as far as the tips goes, Reese. I try to add my tips in with your tips, that's all. <laughs> well, all with that right. guys, what do you think, Reese? Uh time to rock and roll here. You wanna add anything? We got uh any tips that we wanna give our, our listeners to I, I think one of them, Reese, is to you know there's a lot of stuff going on. Some people wanted Biden, some people didn't, some people wanted Trump, some didn't, whatever. And, but whatever the scenario, we got to take, and with the health and everything, and look at the positive side of things, because it's, it's real important. And we, we got to try somewhere or another to stay, stay in some kind of health, do something. If you're not going to the gym, which most of them are closed, get some kind of program at home. And uh, we, we've started the juicing thing, Reese, we've talked about that. We're, we're starting that up again because I don't eat the vegetables. So we're starting the juicing. So some kind of healthy diet, a little exercise and a positive mindset and keep that faith up there. Right, Cause you know, you can, it's easy with the newspapers and the, well, maybe not the newspapers today, but the online information and radio and so on, you get bombarded with this stuff. Turn on the positive news channel. <laughs> What's the name? And of that I one? can't Good say. Yeah. I I can't say it enough. Wear your mask. Wear your mask. Stay indoors. Don't go to these rave parties. I know as as um, seniors, we we know how to party and we've had our time of partying, but this is not the time. Wear yeah. your mask. I tell people all the time. I don't know if it works or it doesn't work. Doesn't matter. I wear it every day whenever I go out. It couldn't hurt. We're, you got we're a going through a time mask, like we've never been through before. Would you, you say? got a custom mask with, with a happy face? I don't oh, know what kind of mask I you have mask. I have mask to match. I have mask that don't mask. I have paper <laughs> mask. I have cloth mask. I have all kinds, all kinds. of masks. Like you said, make a game of it. Just make a game of it. I don't like it. I can't breathe through it, but I'm breathing Rather be a breathing. So and speaking you know, of speaking of games, you can uh, you can get those games, some kind of game system, or look up you know whatever you do. Maybe they have them built in your TV or whatever. And and you could get a chess game or a, you know a video game, uh, you know you know basketball or you know sports, whatever, uh, military type game strategy. 
and and you could play with others uh, anywhere, you know, right, Reese? Don't they have those games where you exactly. could play? Up? Yeah. Uh, people you know, country. people you don't know, you can do all kinds of things. Like we were talking about, you know, do something with your house so you enjoy your house more. Because believe yeah. it or not, this is not going away tomorrow, and we're going to have to spend more time inside of our homes. And nobody wants to be bored, so get those card games, get those uh, video games. Older people say, oh, I can't play video games. I've got a a tennis video game. I can play tennis. Oh, there you go. And I don't have to run up and down the court. I just hit the ball, get a little exercise that way. You can uh, watch the the videos where you do exercises. They've got all kinds of stuff that you can be doing to entertain yourself at home. So So the virtual wreath is in good shape, right? The virtual wreath is in good shape. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? Just quickly, the... What I bought this week, speaking of spending money, um, I bought air purifiers. And I have to That's admit, I've never bought air purifiers because I didn't think they were practical or they worked. I plugged it in, I put it on high, and literally I could feel the difference in the room air in about an hour. So, oh, wow. you know, an air purifier might be something that you want to get. You don't have to get the big one, but you can get, you know, whatever size you can afford, a room that you want to purify the air. And uh, I don't know if it keeps out COVID, but it definitely cleaned up the air in my house. Huh. So, That's, yeah, you know, I've, I've got to be in here. They have more, they have a filter you have to clean or... You can replace the filter, I, I suppose. Right. You know, the one I got yeah. was you replace the filter, and they said like once a year. And I'm sure that oh. depends on how much soot. And, you know, if you live in the fire burn areas, you've got a lot of smoke rolling around this time of year. But an air purifier will take it out of your house. So go for yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one with the air today. Yeah, I, I suppose you research, find out a good one, and uh, that's yeah. I think I'll look into that. But uh, I guess with that, Reese, it's time to rock and roll here. Uh, we got our tips put out there today, and uh, while you're home doing all this stuff, when I mean, there's a lot of stuff you can do at home, kind of depends on the how much room you have. But uh, you know, you want to uh, find somewhere where you can stay in shape too. You know, we don't want to. Because some people are telling me they're gaining weight by staying at home. So find a way of working out a little bit, you know, do push-ups. Adjust your diet. I've adjusted my diet. Since I'm not out as much, I've had to adjust my diet. And it's actually worked for my benefit because I've actually lost weight during the pandemic. Oh, see? There you go. We're starting to do the juicing more. I think that's a good thing. But uh, That's what ah, you got to do. That's what you got to do, yeah. But we want to thank Dan Paladin for coming on and uh, the uh, real estate tips on refinancing. And uh, I'll tell you, we will be back. I mean, the, the time is going so fast. Uh, I think it was last year, Reese, we were saying about the holidays and how fast they went. And here we are. We just finished the holidays again. And yeah. is this next year going to go as fast? <laughs> Jeez. I don't know. It, it might go kind of slow because there's just so much going on in the world. There really is. And 
we're all bracing ourselves for the um, inauguration, and I pray and hope that everything goes smoothly and as it has for over 150 years, a smooth transition. It's going to be a good year, Reese. We've got to think that way. It's going to be a good year. And uh, and with that, guys, I think, uh, like Carmelita says, jump on our horse and ride away. And we will talk to you. Be tuning in with us, Reese and I, uh, next Monday morning, Radio Boomers Live, 10 o'clock. Till then, keep moving and keep the faith. And Radio Boomers Live, Reese, we're signing out. Reese the Gray out. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Radio Boomers Live with your hosts, Rita Gray, star Betty White's Off Their Rockers, and EZ's dad, Jim Zuli. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Radio Boomers Live. Radio Boomers Live is brought to you by the Easy Way Broadcasting Network. That's the letter E, the letter Z, Broadcasting Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.